Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. I feel like I'm not upholding to that motto right now, but I'm your, <laughs> I'm your, main, host, I'm your main host, Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Melanie Moyer. Hey. Sam Quattro. Oh, God. Delaney I... Stilval. Hello, my middle name should be Sober right now, but... And Brittany Falcon. The only one. <laughs> And today we are doing the first of our. Today we're doing the first of our drunk podcast series where we're talking about what? minions. Oh, it's a series. Oh yeah, I've decided. I decided this earlier. We're talking, we're talking about minions, the latest film from Universal. I don't know. Is there, not, is there an animation studio involved here? Um, Illuminati. Um, <laughs> wait, are we allowed? wait a minute wait hold on first the disclaimer okay we're talking about minions the uh the uh, latest major animated release but we are but I, this is a warning this podcast normally podcasts on um the overlay made podcast are are appropriate for audiences in which the subject matter is this is an exception for the drunk podcast series we are going to be discussing things in explicit terms on the minions podcast so we're going to curse and stuff so you are forewarned okay this podcast is rated r whereas normally podcasts so yes this no. is okay so basically i feel the need to i feel like an obligation with this animation podcast to discuss every major animated release but i don't really want to watch minions so we all got drunk and we watched minions together and now we're going to discuss it while drunk okay which let me tell you was a fucking trip because we had to stop it about 18 times because look, Brit and was watching it in Spanish. Look, Brit watched it in Spanish. My internet went out. Who knows what happened? Um, we can't let the and disclaimer, know. I'm not drunk because I cannot okay. legally drink. Delaney is our designated storyteller. She will be, <laughs> yeah. she will be explaining yeah, to us what happened in this movie. No one um, so yeah, we'll be discussing Minions. Um, I think you all, I think there's going to be an audience for this. But basically, I encourage you watch to also... To also get drunk and watch Minions and then listen to this podcast with us, okay? There you go. That's the recommendation. Oh, buy some booze, guys. Yes, there you go. Okay, so um, I don't know how much of the story we actually got, but there wasn't that much story. (laughs) Nothing. There is no story. Okay. We're gonna go. Okay. Oh, by the way, you can find us uh, all about this podcast at overlyanimated.com, and we launched our Patreon at patreon.com/slash/overlyanimated. Are you impressed with how much I got? How Which I was another fucking trip. Dylan, you aren't even as as I am. I am pretty inebriated. I will <laughs> Not tell even you. As Sam, as you're on another <laughs> level. Okay. For the record, Sam, Sam is on Sam? another level than all of us. Me, Mel, and Britt <laughs> are probably on, on the same room. level, and then Delaney is not. Drunk. I'm on so Pluto, and everybody else is on like Mars. Yeah. Okay, so here's what I want. Here's okay. We're gonna go around the horn to start. I want you to tell me what you thought of minions um, while drunk, and then I want you to tell me who your favorite minion is. Okay, there. So that's where we're gonna start. Let's start with Mel. Nothing. Nothing happened to that movie until Gru showed up in the last twenty seconds. Of the movie. <laughs> that was the point of the entire movie. Is that that happens at the Did end. you like Minions? No, it was boring. I was, and it was funny because you heard me yesterday saying, like, you know, I'm not exactly opposed to seeing Minions. Like, this one might be kind of fun. No, it was fucking stupid. That being said, my favorite Minion is. Social Kevin. Do you relate to Kevin? Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm hearing from from um, the Mel focus group, the focus group that we spoke to earlier today. About. We have determined yeah. that Mel is definitely Kevin. That's <laughs> definitely Kevin. That's our determination. So that's my my bit on on minions. Nothing happened in that movie. Okay, Sam. Oh God! Here's your time to shine. Did you, <laughs> what did you think of minions? And who is your favorite minion? Um, I don't really remember what happened in the last hour and a half. 
<laughs> okay, but who's Tim's your favorite? I, I took like two pee breaks. Okay, who's your favorite minion? Kevin. Yeah. Okay. Do you have because anything? he has like the name that some guy that I liked back in the day liked, and like he's like the leader, and I like I like that colony. Did you think Minions was a good movie? I mean, if you're like me, yeah, I would be. You mean drunk? Is that what you mean? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> but if, if I decide to watch this, in the go morning. to this children's movie. Okay, Br- Brit, you watch <laughs> Minions in Spanish. What? <laughs> I think I liked it significantly more than everybody else in Spanish, because like everyone talked in a British accent in Spanish. For the record, Brit, for the record, Brit does not know Spanish. <laughs> I do not know Spanish, so like all the minions still talked in the same minion voice, but there weren't as many English words. And then all the like normal people who were like human talked in Spanish, but they still had the accents of the country that they were in. So I was watching people speak in an American accent in Spanish and then speaking a British accent in Spanish. And listening to the Queen speak in a British accent in Spanish was hilarious. Do we want also, to tr- like, you can still, like, there's, like, enough spatial expressions and just, like, general, like, movements of the characters are very expressive. That's one thing that's good no about context. this movie. Like, the people, the people context. Like, the people in, like, the minions... They're all very expressive facially and like movement wise. So I still do everything that was going on. Like it was very obvious. I, th- I think this and is I the... could just kind of infer what they were saying. This so, is the perfect yeah. movie to not watch in English because most of the dialogue is not in English. That's the thing. The minions. Yeah. It was perfect. Like yeah. it was great. I was having a great time. The lady, you are in the best position to actually judge us. <laughs> what did you think of Minions? And who is your favorite Minion? Okay, minions. I mean, nothing happens in this movie. Like, it's just you just watch. It's just this train wreck the entire time, and there is no plot, and it's great. I I enjoyed like I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it as an experience watching it. I don't know if I'd like it like less if I hadn't watched it with you all. It ain't worth eight eight to twelve dollars a pop. No, no, it's not worth the twenty dollars at Malco that I'd have to suffer through. But I mean, I enjoyed it. Like again, the only point is last. 20 seconds with Gru. But I did enjoy um, Queen Elizabeth in the in the, uh, in the the bar. That was great. Um, yeah, no, that was... I mean, it's it's better than I thought it was, amazingly. Nah, I don't I, know. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I guess I had higher expectations for this. I didn't... I also I had, had higher expectations. I had expectations lowest of the lowest yeah. expectations for the record, expectations Dylan. Yeah, so I this movie has a, this movie has a seventy six percent as of now on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, really? what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's yeah, the first I've ever seen Dylan say fuck. Oh my the god! Min- let, let's read the critics' critics' consensus on Rotten Tomatoes. The uh, Minions, a brightly colored brand of gibberishly fueled insanity, stretches to future length in their self titled Despicable Me spinoff with uneven but often hilarious results. No, it's not funny. It wasn't that All funny. the funny parts. Here's the thing. I've seen this trailer 80 times because of, like, my my job. And, like, all the funny bits in this movie were in the trailer. Like, the part in the torture chamber and the part with, like, their 80, like, original masters, like, the, the T-Rex and Dracula. Like, all that was the funniest shit. And then you saw it in the trailer. So when you're watching the movie, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, this was word for word in the trailer. And then I'm like, oh... That was the only funny parts. Yeah, so okay. This is not like the shit. Just so you know, like, if you watch it in the movie, is not something in English. That's not it was funny. twice as funny. Like all the jokes were still <laughs> funny because, like, you understood none of the bits. Like, there was a yeah. lot of like physically humor. I think it's, it's funny by, by by de- default because it's funny. 
Well, I yeah, think the stuff, like, the stuff that I thought was funny wasn't, like, intentionally funny. It was just like, oh my god, they just, like, murdered four people. Or, like, yeah, no, they killed a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> like, a lot of people died in this movie. Like, yeah. this is stuff that was funny, okay, not stuff so, that was, like, made funny. Yeah, I also didn't particularly enjoy Minions. I mean, it was an experience. I don't we have a watching, favorite Minion, by To the be way. fair, we were watching it all together, and we were all drunk, but... Minions was, like, not a great movie. Um, so I, I, I want to, like, get into, like, the, the, like, philosophical, like... Why was it a bad movie? Like, we chill- just no, 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 no. Like, the fact that we're going to be reviewing, like, quote-unquote children's movies here, and, like, what that means and whether we should take them seriously, but are we in the position to have that serious of a discussion? Is yes, what- <laughs> we're all drunk. We're, we're ready for this. We're prepared. Oh, okay. So basically, Minions is like a prototypical children's movie, right? Like It's like no, the old no, school children's movie. This is like an old school children's movie where people still thought children were stupid. Here's the deal. A lot of like people when reviewing movies like Pixar movies like or um or like Miyazaki movies or like legitimate animated movies. Animated does not equal children's movie. That's the thing. No. Here's what I want to tell you guys. Animated does not equal children's. But the Minions is a children's movie because it doesn't really have a plot. It's not like coherent. And, it doesn't um, really care what adults think. And it's set in the 70s, so it's like a giant acid trip. Here's what, wanna, here's what I want to ask. Why the fuck does this movie have a 60s and 70s soundtrack? <laughs> it's so it's, no. That's the best part. But well, the you gotta give something to the, the parents part. who are watching. Like, come on. You don't want them to sit through the dumbest shit ever. They won't take their kid to it. This is no, that, that has nothing to do with it. That's why it's a 90 minutes rating is because it's geared towards kids. I mean, that's the number one thing. I mean, to be fair, but, like, like a lot of Disney's movies. Themselves to the no, movie but this theater. is, they don't care about that demographic. And that's what's yeah. the thing with these, these movies is like, you've got something like Inside Out's a fairly long movie. Like it's over 90 minutes. It's closer to two hours than it is to 90 minutes, which is yeah. ridiculous yeah. for kids movies because generally the, the rule is it's 70 to 90 minutes for a kids movie because they will not sit still for longer than that. So okay. the fact that this was I not even 90 minutes. I think it was 80 it was 83 minutes I think. Yeah. And it's like there there you go. Like that's clearly geared towards a demographic of children not because it's animated but because the writing was very humor and bit based and very sort of old school gag uh animation based and really really short. Comment about the 70s soundtrack and thing. Yeah, comment. Which I said I talked about in like earlier but it was about like, this movie, like, obviously it's for kids and it's dumb, and like, blah, but, like, what they were going for very clearly was that, like, the old Bond, like, they're in England, literally the whole movie, like, it's a Bond, they're going for the Bond, they're going for, like, old school 60s, 70s spy movies, that's why, that's why we have weird Herb and, like, his weird shit, and that's why he's dressed like a beetle and all this crap, they said it like this, because that's why the music and, hello, they had a lava lamp gun, and, uh, the <laughs> hypnosis, like, this was supposed to be, like, goofy spy movie for kids, like, that, and they totally pick. this is, like, Austin Powers for kids. Delaney, like, is that is. actually things that happen? I don't remember, <laughs> Yes, yeah. it is. Delaney, also, you're gonna have to, uh, pick up your computer more. I, but... I, I, oh, I'll, I'll raise it above my... I didn't even know that guy had a name. <laughs> Yeah, Herb. Yeah, Herb. What? Okay, what do you guys think of Scarlet, played by Sandra Bullock? She's Cher. She had a very pretty dress, and her voice in Spanish is hilarious. You like keep it? going back to that, and I just... Dark like, seriously, it was so funny, like, dance. listening to her talk. She had a really squeaky voice. It was like... Um, me, 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 that's the voice me, actor me. situation. Um, well, she wasn't voiced by Sandra Bullock, and I was really disappointed. So, the Engl- people who watch the English... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what do you think of Sandra Bullock in this role of Scarlet? 
Over- it was Scarlet it was, Overkill. Is there? It difference? was. It was odd, but um, it. I didn't. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I did not hear enough of her to judge her voice acting. Talent. We were kind of listening <laughs> yeah, was, to ourselves over the listening knitting, to yeah. you guys and your beautiful voice. Um, love so much. I mean, uh, the bits I heard of her in the trailer were pretty good. Um, John, I mean, I, I enjoy her as like the voice actress because she was like the main non-minions character, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess every single other person in this movie is a minion, including Don't the queen. Her existed. He's a, she's a oh yeah, her her weird slave husband. <laughs> so Sonny. Who looks like a beetle. Okay, so like this yeah. movie, the plot John of the actual something. plot of this movie is like going for the crown in England, right? Yeah. Yes. Really? <laughs> She's getting no, like no, that was in the trailer too, is that they <laughs> they they want to serve the biggest, baddest villain. They're very much like a pack animal type situation where they want an alpha and They're uh, she, she was like now? Yeah. yeah. No, I was I, it was actually <laughs> yes. closer it was actually closer to Jurassic Park than it was to Team Wolf. Um or Jurassic World rather. And um she wants to steal the crown and they're like, Yeah, that sounds baller and that actual plot only lasts for like two hot seconds. So Michael Keaton and Alice and Janie were apparently in this movie. What? Were they the were they the parents in the car when they picked them up? I have no idea I which guess. one oh, I don't know. The parents well, kept showing up. That was entertaining. They're they're well, like I didn't I didn't see a man members. levitating, so I assume it wasn't Michael Keaton. <laughs> no, I guess I guess they I were love Birdman. I guess they were the parents. Um Oh, I didn't say my favorite minion. My favorite minion is Bob. <laughs> Because I because really, I relate why, to Bob. Why don't you like Kevin? No, I like Can, Bob. Okay, he's Kevin is me, and he has to. Stuart's he's contractually really obligated. Yeah, yeah, Delaney, to not... talk about Stuart, please, because he's like the he's like the, <laughs> he's um... just like the poor middle child that doesn't get any love. Was Bob Stuart. me or Allie? Was he's not Stuart? the cute one. And Stuart he's not didn't the do anything. Can we you didn't do Stuart? anything. It's true. Stuart Stuart just got captured. It's like the man. No, Stuart played music. Like he had his ukulele. Stuart was super offended by his snow globe too. He yeah. was, was amazing. Okay, <laughs> was so okay. Great. Getting back to the like, actual plot of the movie, which was nothing. What? Which there was, was nothing. But like, okay. So I will say, the most, the only meaningful part of this movie was the last five minutes with um with with uh, Steve Carell, right? Grew. Um, with Grew. Um, because I actually did. I have seen. Despicable Me One. I haven't seen Despicable Me Two. I haven't but, seen uh, any of them. But, but the um, only Despicable Me One is no, I've good. seen them all. But Despicable Me Despicable Me One is like a legitimately good movie, right? Yeah, it is adorable. Is, is Despicable Me Two a good movie? It's, it's a step decent. down, but it's I, okay. I think you should watch it. But like, like so, it's okay, definitely so, decent. So like, like I feel it's like, cute. It's like there's like an emotional reaction to seeing Gru at the end. So I feel like they succeeded on that front. Yeah. Well, that's why I said nothing happened in this movie until Gru showed up. This is the only podcast, by the way, I have, like, my eyes closed and I'm, like, talking. Just (laughs) to (laughs) Dylan's trying really hard. I'm hosting this pretty professionally for my current state. Yeah, no, I'm actually impressed. (laughs) I'm trying to get drunker. Because you you laughed pretty hard. I'm holding my laptop up to my face. Like, my elbows are on my desk and this laptop is an absurd angle. Dylan, me and you have a lot in common. Okay, I don't know. Christ, <laughs> Sam. Um, what do you guys think of Love so? You. What What do you guys think of the beginning of this movie with the whole like minions throughout the history okay, of mankind? Okay, are the minions? Immortal? It didn't need to be as they're long immortal. as it was. The minions seem like they're immortal, right? They're immortal, which is it, ridiculous. No, that definitely <laughs> didn't need to be as long as it was, though. It went. Are I the would minions like to are say gods? something. That the it was kind of like watching out like four minutes. Where it just needed to stop. 
Dear of like the God. credits at the beginning. So yeah. I don't really know how that worked. Well, but, it was yeah. just it was I don't know. I was I didn't like the beginning, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, like the I feel like the best part of the movie was once they introduced um Scarlet and um when we got the <laughs> But I also didn't even like that. So, so yeah. I don't know. There wasn't just like a lot of like this movie was just like humorous. It was like very well, no, I, like, it's like, traditional. It's traditional gag style animation. Yeah. So, like in the good old days, back it was like when, Mickey uh, Mouse. But was, no, was, like, but listen, anime, back yeah, in the back better. in the good old days when Walt was sort of um, pioneering gag animation, traditionally what you would do was um, create a gag and like you'd come up with all these gag ideas and then animate around it. So, like, say you had a, an animated character, you're like, oh, I want him to slip on a banana peel. So you'd animate something around the idea of slipping on a banana peel. What Walt Disney did that was different was that he wanted a story and he wanted his animators to create a story and then told them, okay, from this story, where can you put gags in to sort of make it funny? This movie felt like a step back where it was a series of gags loosely tied together by a story. So let it be no, known that so Mel can still monologue. <laughs> you're so I smart just gave you, I just gave you like a wealth of animation. I'm just great. like a wad of clay. Thank okay. you, Mel. Okay, that was good. But here's what I want to do now. I want to read, read, I feel like we all didn't like Minions, right? No, I, just, I liked I it. I remember it. I like, okay, I'd Brit, watch it again. Britt liked it, but she didn't watch, watch it in, in, in English. <laughs> And um, Delaney. So her, her though, I recommend void. you fly to another country and you watch the movie. Because <laughs> well, my thing with like me is like, I, I didn't hate it, but like I also enjoy dumb things. Yeah. Okay. So I want to read reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. I want to read positive reviews from Rotten Tomatoes and find where we disconnect from them. I thought okay? you just said tomatoes, like tomatoes. No, not tomatoes, <laughs> just Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Tomatoes. Um, <laughs> Let's, Jesus. Wait, let's try to let's try to read um, top critics. Hold on. Wait, there's only five reviews from top critics. Great. That's because no one wants to see minions. No, it's because it's out in like the foreign countries right now. Oh yeah, it's not even okay. Out yet. Oh Mark, God. Mark Kermode from the Observer in England says, although the opening minions through history sequence proves a very tough act to follow, this slice of burbling slapstick animation did keep me grinning and giggling throughout. See, there you go, slapstick animation. He agrees. Yeah. It's all gag. It's all was gag that, humor. Is that intense sarcasm in the beginning? Because that's the only way I could take that. I know, right? Um, Wendy, <laughs> I mean, I- he is British. You know. Yes. He's British. Wendy Isle from the Times UK says, How do you craft a film about a horde of nearly identical yellow oval creatures who speak no (laughs) identical language and Wow, no wonder she's writing nonfiction and not (laughs) and live solely to serve the most evil master they can find? Rather successfully, it turns out. That was painful. Oh my god. That was a painful description. So basically, Rotten Tomatoes are just filled with British reviews right now. (laughs) That's what I'm seeing. Okay. Well, um, the British like films about themselves. The British are slightly more polite. Than us. Imagine if the Canadians were reviewing it. <laughs> this was the like, best was... movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> All these movies are ten that. out of ten. Okay, Chris, Chris, Chris Tilly from IGN Movies says Minions starts out strong but quickly runs out of steam. There you go. That's I mean, better. I don't think it started out strong though. I think it was just. Well, bad. no. Here's the thing. I do like the bits in the beginning, but also I'd seen them twenty times because again, like yeah. every funny part was in the trailer and the entire first part with the sort of montage of T-Rex and Dracula and all their like previous masters was in the trailer. Okay. So it got old fairly fast. Joe Joe McGovern from Entertainment Weekly says if minions were a toy, you'd hide its batteries. What the fuck yeah. is that? <laughs> like that's the dumbest that's the dumbest fucking Well, I understand okay. what he's saying. Um, no, like Furbies. That's really funny. Oh my god. Alonzo Durald from The Raps. Alonzo Durald from The Raps says The Rap, wow. Why is there music? 
I don't know why there's music. Test mm-hmm. the test the notion that, is that what blank I- space. Test the notion that what audiences enjoyed as a, as a side dish can satisfy an entree. I don't know if the movie picks up as it goes along or if it merely beat me into submission, but after 20 minutes or so, what? I did finally start So clearly no one knows how they're supposed to feel about yeah, this movie. I, I didn't understand the beginning of that review. Like, was that, like... Tom Tom Huddle, Tom Huddleston from Time Out says the middle oh, Huddleston, what? The middle Wait, Tom Huddleston? Huddleston. Huddleston. <laughs> with, the, so with a U. The minions have been busted sure? The minions have busted out of Despicable Me franchising gone rogue in oh. this berserk slice of slapstick stilliness. Slice of life. stilliness. Okay, and la- one last one. Boyd Van Hoyge from Hollywood Reporter says, The minions, <sighs> like the proper sidekicks they are, never really learn or change, always getting caught in variations of the same scenario. That was a negative review. Oh, God. That is true. That is true. Um, yeah, no, there was, are, nothing, the there was nothing capable? of... capable? No, there was nothing, of, there was the nothing of value but in this movie. Care? It was what all slapstick gag humor. It was a series of... No, they're not capable. Do they have personalities? Does their frontal lobe evolve as they go I'm going to give you one last chance to shut the hell up. It's like the I caught up to Sam, just so you know. God... Fucking damn it! No, this is this is the thing. It's it's all it's all gag bits that are tied together by a very loosely sort of written story, and it's just it's a it's it's a huge. I feel like we blank space is still in the background. I feel, you know you like it by DJ Snake Feek. Hallelujah. Okay, get DJ George. Snake out of my monologue. Um. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it was very, this is my thing too. When I saw that, um, I forget what it was called, but that movie about the, the uh, Thanksgiving turkeys going back in time to stop the pilgrims from eating Turkey free birds. birds, I looked at that and I was like, wow, that like just shows you the difference between something like Pixar and Disney who actually like put thought and effort and time into storyboarding and screen playing their films. And then something like fucking free birds where it's like, Wow, that's yeah, ridiculous. Okay. And to be made, to, 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 on that, I don't know. But on oh, that note, you should know that um, sort of the the first screenplay ever for an animated film was actually Disney. It was Beauty and the Beast. So there you go. Okay, so like if this were just if there were like a me and Mel solo podcast while sober, we would discuss. I would want to discuss here the like the differences between a children's animated film and like an animated film, right? So to, to me, to, to me, that. this challenges the notions that I have that all animated films are legit <laughs> are legitimate movies, right? Like this to me, movie is yeah. not. Well, like, I think you could also compare it to Dylan the fact that there are live action movies that are in the same sort of vein of silliness that are made for children. I don't think this necessarily negates the idea that all animated films yeah. are legitimate movies. I think yeah. just like live action, yeah. there are movies that are ridiculously silly. Well, and- I think I think there's live action movies like made for children and they're also just like dumb action live action live animated movies. Yeah, no, and I think there, this, there's this, there's this is definitely made comparable. for children to be enjoyable. You know, yeah. there's a story, it's just to be enjoyable. Like even if you're an adult, like I enjoyed this movie, I'd probably sit down and watch I do it. think though in 
terms of this, though, animation gets more criticized, maybe criticized in the right word, but criticized in that vein where it's like you see something like this and people are automatically like, well, the entire genre, therefore, is is for children, whereas you got one or two silly live-action movies for kids, like like Spy Kids or Inspector Gadget or yeah. something like that, and people are like, well, those are live-action movies made for kids, whereas, again, in the reverse, it's animation is, like, all for kids, and there's one or two, like, really standouts, when it shouldn't be the case. Like, you should be viewing animation yeah. as the same way you view live action. Yeah, I feel like this is analogous to, like, um, a Fast and the Furious movie, right? Like, yeah. There's yeah. Not, it's, it's not a real movie, but it's, like, for a specific, like... Yeah. No, this, this is comparable more to, like, Sharknado, I think. Maybe personally. Sharknado, it's just to be, I don't know. It's supposed to be fun. Sharknado no, I could, see, I could see it definitely as, as as Fast and Furious, especially in the last one where The Rock flexed off his <laughs> cast. <laughs> like, there's, there's clearly some silliness here that's, that's aimed towards a specific demographic, but because it was live action, you take it more seriously than something like the Minions, and maybe necessarily you shouldn't. Like, they're in the same vein of just general silly demographic catering, whatever that demographic may be. Well, how about counterpoints here? Because the Minions, like, we're treating the Minions like it's just a joke movie, right? So yeah. how about the how about the yeah. counterpoint that it has a legitimate plot, and it has legitimate characterizations of these three Minions, and it has these characterizations in spite of the fact that these Minions have no dialogue, right? Well, that that's fair and that's good but it's also very static characterizations and like there's yeah. not one person in this movie who has a arc don't whatsoever. you think well why doesn't kevin have an arc though because he's not he's in the same place he was at the end he still is chasing after Gru at the end like it's still the point is that they want to they started out the movie looking for a master someone they want to serve and kevin they, started out they went through anyway. a whole a whole deal yeah. with scarlet where it's like wow like you could look at that and say wow maybe we shouldn't try be trying to serve these people because it's worked out shittily but we know for shittily. a fact <laughs> that you know at the end of the day they end up with Gru. so oh obviously we have to throw kevin and his friends back with Gru, and they end up right back where they started following grew around like a bunch of ducklings so yes. no there was no character growth do you there. agree delaney there wasn't any character growth but there was i think there was good characterization especially since after seeing despicable me one despicable me two like yes i could i was like how do you pick out minions like how do you know their fucking names guys like how <laughs> well Watching everyone knows movie, kevin yeah kevin but like it's my thing that was like with this movie it's like okay like Bob is the cute one with the teddy bear, and he's sweet and adorable, and he does really nice things. And then there's well, Stuart, just fucking Stuart. Okay, but. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out some deep shit here. Are you ready? Okay. This goes with what okay. Delaney was saying. So, um, I want to say it's Sid Field, but it also might be Robert McGee. Um, which is someone out there is going to get mad about me mixing those two up because they're very two different people. But they're screenplay. Um, sort of guys that, that that talk a lot about screenplay writing and one of them i forget which i want to say it was robert mckee said um so there are two facets that make up someone's like character in a film and the first one is characteristics and characteristics are like stuff like that like oh he's the guy with the teddy bear oh they speak fucking, i was the guy with the teddy bear they with Ali the speak guy with fucking teddy bear. simlish i don't know Britt, pick one they speak <laughs> fucking simlish they Ali's bob like you know you take like you know like they like sports like it's things about them that make the up sort of their quirks like oh he's got curly hair oh he likes for some reason polka dots but doesn't tell anyone those are all characteristics I but like what it. makes a character a character is a set of choices these guys have zero choices. <laughs> it, everything happens on accident. But they are one hundred. They are one hundred percent made up of no, characteristics no, and nothing else. Don't know. No. Doesn't Dylan, what's Bob, one like, they, they make? Up, does he make choices? Doesn't okay, Bob, Bob, choices. Doesn't Bob, Bob have a choice Bob? when he like chooses to betray or oh like trust God. in Scarlet? Doesn't he have a choice there? 
It's it's a no, set no, of choices, Dylan. It's not one incident driven by the plot that forces you to sort of to sort of make a decision. It's a set of choices makes up a character, Look, and we Look, and we Mel. do not have that. Look, Mel, Bob makes many choices throughout this film revolving. Bob, Bob consistently chooses to be sweet and adorable. I feel like I'm being patronized by you, Dylan, and I don't enjoy it. Look, Mel, Kevin has like many choices here. And I don't. Everyone know. makes choices, Dylan. I just pulled out the deepest shit I could Guys. about about character creation yeah, and no, no. filmmaking. That's For some thing, reason, like, on the Drunk Minions plot, but it's out there now. You successfully so, got me to forget no, what I was going to say. It's beautiful. Don't, don't ever yes. pretend that it's not. That is going to come back up so, though at some point. By the way, really that, that is one of my. That is that is the one number one thing that has informed. Um, in terms of my writing is the fact that you always remember that a character is made up of a set of choices, not a set of attributes. I feel no, like, you're so smart. I feel like Despicable Me 1 like, had me like emotionally invested in whatever plotline it had, I don't remember. But this movie, I didn't care about anything that happened. No, because yeah, it's fucking minions. It was a bunch of yellow pills running around. Does it require human? Does the story require humans to be... Um, no, it just requires yes, human-like characters. If you if you want to say well, okay, it requires humans, it, it requires. Uh, Mel, Mel and I just both rewatched Wally and Ratatouille, two movies which don't. I did like Wally. Dances. I did like Wally. Oh. And Wally and Ratatouille, in my opinion, but I didn't like Ratatouille. Characters, Wally, not literally one of the best movies ever. No, this Remind is the thing: is characters do not have to be characters do not have to be human to be human. Which nope. I know you know what that means. Don't be a, don't be a dick about it. I know you know what it means. I agree with you, Mel. And Guys, that's the thing is, is again, one hundred percent. This is one hundred percent strung together gag humor, like old school nineteen twenties style animation that was formed up into a ninety minute movie. Is, like that's is, that's what it is. Is Minions a children's movie? Yes, it one hundred percent is, except for the monkeys. Okay, Sam's really obsessed with the part where they it's sing like the monkeys. they sang the monkey song. Yeah. Why does this, Shut up. Why, okay, so I agree. This is like a children's movie, but I don't oh, like labeling God. things as a children's you movie. You don't. Well, Dylan, you do the same. It's this. It's no. This is what you have to do, though, is you have to treat it the same way as you would look at an animated movie. Like, you look at something like Spy Kids or... Um, I don't... I don't to think yeah, of, I want to treat this, like, legitimately like a Pixar you, movie or like a spy... Like, well, I, you can't treat every movie as a legitimate... I mean, I can. demographic like, movie. I think I can, and then I can just say it's bad, right? No. That's not no. that. That's one thing you have to take into account is that it's not even that there's an intended demographic. So take marketing out of it. It's the fact that it's a specific genre. I mean, what what the genre might be for various children's age movies is is its own discussion. But the fact of the matter is, like, you can't escape the fact that this is very very light humor, very very sort of slapstick based and toilet humor oh, and that sort of thing. Can't like, we? And this is no wait no okay wait, like just uh, for a second like. We have to have, like, and I, I think I've talked about this before on, like, who knows what podcast, but, like, you have to have, like, this bot, we have to have children's movies, movies, that, animated children's movies that aren't necessarily the best thing yet, we have to have movies like Minions, so we can appreciate the truly amazing animated movies that are for everyone. Does that make, like, you, we have to have movies like this, and we have to, ma- we have to make the difference, and we have to, like, we, and we can't treat them the same way. We need our di- virgin, we need a virgin yeah. sacrifice. So, exactly. I believe you. The bottom to I understand. The can't, I can't we only view movies through our own lens. No, can't, that's too big. Can't I Nobody not? Nobody does that. Can't I not? Nobody. Shh, shh. Can't I not? <laughs> Nobody does that. Brit, Brit and Sam are like too far gone for this discussion. Can I? Can I? Can, oh my <laughs> god. Spit it the fuck out. Can I not like say that this is like a good children's no. movie because I'm not a children, right? 
Can't I only take this? You're not a children. Can I only view this through the lens of an adult? Dylan, you, you can do whatever the hell you want. No, no, no seriously. It doesn't make you right. Seriously though, Mel, like a lot of critics like look at a lot of animated movies and say like this is yeah. a great movie for children. I don't think that's a legitimate fucking thing. I think they're bullshitting no, their view. No, I think no, and I think this movie in the realm of movies that are aimed at oh, kids no. uh, is not very good because again, there's yeah. nothing. There's no takeaway here. It's all humor. It's all laugh at at the minions bopping their heads something and finding a banana and slipping and accidentally causing i don't know fucking dracula to turn into goddamn stone it's it's a bunch of it's a bunch of humor and there's no sort of takeaway if you take something like and i hate to say that sort of pixar movies are aimed at kids because i don't think pixar movies are just for kids obviously but if you take something like inside out which is the most recent pixar movie that is kind of geared towards kids because there's a lot of sort of that that sort of physical humor attributed to it and sort of visual humor attributed to it especially with a character like bing bong Spoiler alert. Um, wow, I don't spoilers. Like, um, but 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 if you compare it to that, there's a huge takeaway for for that's great for kids and something like Inside Out. And then you've got this movie where it's like literally 90 minutes of mind-numbing fluff. And most of it wasn't even all that entertaining. I mean, yeah, sure, it's entertaining for kids because it's fun to watch the minions like yeah, fall into you, a river. But... That, that last part. How do you say that, though? Because you're not a kid watching this. Like, that's the thing. Only kids can criticize kids' movies. and like Yes, right? Like, yes. Okay. Children yes. can criticize kids' movies. Like, I used no, to criticize the shit only, like, out of We are incapable of like... I'm trying I, to call out the bullshit critics that say this is a good movie because it's a movie made for kids. Like, shut the fuck up. You're not a kid. You can't <laughs> judge this fucking movie if it's Like, for people kids. rave about Dragon Tales. I hated that shit as a child because it didn't have a plot and nothing happened. Like, I refused to watch it. Every time my mom would put it on the TV, I would throw a fit. My, my point like, is Like, I was that, still yeah. going to throw fits. Yeah, I okay? agree. Like, my point is that just review the movie from your own perspective. That's and it was a shit movie. Yeah. Like, just review the movie. Like, we should talk about it from my perspective. I didn't like this movie because I didn't fucking like it. I don't know. It was dumb. Yeah. It, was, it was very really? dumb. I really? Yeah, no, it was a bad movie, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch it again, I would say, simply because I enjoy mind-numbing dumb shit. I just want to watch it when I'm not like this, so I can actually do No, see, this again. is the... No, I, I like watching movies for, for character-driven and, and story-driven stuff, and narrative is my number one thing I look for, and there was nothing happening yes. in this no, movie. No, you're so smart. <laughs> I would, like, I would like to say that, like, I, like, obviously I like watching, like, like what Mel was saying, like, I like to watch, like, character, like, character-driven things are the best thing. But I also, like, like, there are, like, some of my favorite things are campy, dumb things that happen in shows. Like, I live for dumb things to happen in shows, and that's why I, I would watch this movie again, simply because it's so stupid, but also the 70s, like, spy, I, like, I grew up watching all that dumb stuff. So, there, I think there, there's, there's an appeal. It's all, this is Austin Powers with me. Yeah, baby, yeah. <laughs> exactly. There were, jokes. okay, so Devil's Advocate for a second, there were a few scenes where we, like, cracked up, right? They're really yes. funny moments. Well, Dylan yes. really laughed at something, and I forget. Dylan, what I, don't, I don't remember I either. Remember. That's the thing. It was fairly. I want to say that if you watch it not in English, there's a lot more. But <laughs> if you like, say, I swear to God, but if you say if you watch it in Spanish, <laughs> watch it in fucking Spanish. I spent through then, ninety minutes of like people gargling at me and had to like switch movies because they skipped the first like four minutes or some sort of. Film. Yeah, no, that was ridiculous. And there was a while, and you thought I was watching a different movie. When Kevin became huge, we were all like, what? 
Like, I, I don't. I did, like. Did we miss the like? Yeah, the no, plot we, point? we we missed that. Did we miss it, or did it just not like be explained? Right? I don't no, know. I think we. Well, missed okay, okay. It. No, I watched it and like I saw the whole thing and I was not inebriated. <laughs> okay, so what happened? Not, okay, speak for yourself. Like, she did. She did. <laughs> she did. You know that moment okay, you have so in the back of your mind, where you're like, I'm so drunk. Okay, <laughs> not so, in the back like, of my mind. He was no. in the room, and like Stop all this weird shit happened. No, it wasn't in the front, though. wherever you do not your minding. So, to, 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 so just to summarize what Delaney says, since Britt was talking over it, it was not explained at all from the point of not view of someone who watched the entire thing. Yeah, like no, nothing was explained in this movie. Like I was, do- I was like, why is he big? I thought it was a rocket ship, like an escape pod shit. Though it did show for a brief moment. Him Wait, when did he shrink back? I don't remember. We don't know. That also was not explained. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He blew up and was suddenly tiny. That's all that happened. So what were, what, were the, what were the highlights of this movie? For me, it was like when like they got in the car of the hitchhiking family and then they robbed the bank. Like I, really I thought that. the opening yes, sequence, I know you guys didn't really like funny. it, but the opening sequence was fairly funny with them chasing down the T-Rex and the caveman yes. and then like Dracula and stuff. Like I thought that was thought fairly that was clever. Funny. IDK, I don't know. IDK. IDK, if I like. I enjoyed every part with Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, the oh, Queen yeah, Elizabeth Queen arm Elizabeth wrestling was stuff was pretty good. That was, and she like drank an entire like. Dr- yeah, she drank like, like a liter like, of beer. beer, just in like a one girl. I was also, like, you go, ma'am. I Still like, in her like pink outfit. I like the Bob stuff with uh, his teddy bear and with um, I don't know. Just Bob. I didn't. It had a name the whole time. I didn't find out until yeah. the end of the movie. What's the, the name? Fuck? What's the name? Tim. Tim the Bear. Tim? I don't know. Tim. His name is Tim. And some Tim? call me Tim. That's okay, something no I would one. name a bear. You yeah, know, we no find out, like, when Queen Elizabeth is, like, knighting them and shit, she's like, oh, and a little, and because, like, Bob, he's, she's oh, yeah, like, he because you're a such crown. a good king for eight hours, I'm gonna give, here is a small crown for your, for Tim the Bear. And I was like, what the fuck? He has a name the whole time. Um, I might have missed that in the beginning, but apparently he named the I bear. was gonna make a reference, but it was too involved, so I'm gonna back off. <laughs> Shoot, what was I Guys, gonna I'm say? I'm, like, swaying back and forth. What was I gonna, yeah, Stop doing that. Same, but, like, what was I gonna say? I'm oh. imagining Dylan's eyes closed. I know my eyes are closed. <laughs> They're for sure. <laughs> uh, good job, I, Mel. I wish we had video on right now. No, that's okay. That would be bad. Maybe after this is over, we'll do video. Maybe after the podcast, but we're still going. Um, when Dylan lets me back on my computer. Oh, yeah, you're on your phone. That's right. When I finally uh, get to put my arms down. What was I going to say? What are you doing, Delaney? Why do you... What do I you, have what? to hold my laptop up. Okay, I'm going to circle back to that later. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. Okay, last serious discussion. Dude, I want to talk about the... I want to talk about the... Ge- going, what the fuck? Okay, the what? Wait, hold on, hold on. I want to talk about the gender representations of the minions. Why are they all fucking male except that except one? Except for the one. one. Yeah. It's like yeah, the no, Smurfs, I have that man. question, too. Here's the, here's yeah, the like thing. It's like the Smurfs, I agree. Are, are minions more sympathetic because they're male? Is you that can, what you they determine? You could argue they're a gender... Yeah beings because when that guy gets like one of them gets like nailed in the crotch and the joke is supposed to be like oh you got nailed in the crotch but he like laughs because there's nothing there so it was yeah, like it was you could like you could argue that was the one minion who had like the starfish and he would take yeah. it off his crotch and put it on his yeah. breastage yeah. area where it would be so the argument could be made they're all not gendered at so all. but the and counter- also overalls are like completely agender like clothing the counterpoint is that all of them have male names and they're all voiced by a male this is true. Yeah. So it's coded. It's, it's, it's in, like in it's the, coded as, they're coded as male, male. I think they're but, coded but male. But the portrayal is more, I think, a gender. No, I think they're. I think their portrayal is male too. Like mm-hmm. I see them all as male for sure. 
Except for that one who put on the star. Oh, no, no, the girl. three main ones. I'm talking about the three main ones. Mm-hmm. Well, all of them in that regard, because they're all voiced by the same person. Yeah. Are they show, portrayed as male, or, or is our, like, or is our view mind? of what is yeah, masculine yeah. just so, like, yeah. cut and dry? Well, that's, that, that's what it like, is. Like, they it's wear coding, overalls. That's it. it. Like, it's, I it's, male, it's male coding. Yeah, it's I, I, th- I think that all, roles. yeah, I agree with Mel. I think that all fund- falls under coding. Like, it's, it's meant to be seen as male for our minds, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. I, like, yeah, that's why... not that's not blamed on perception. So here's the question: Minions, like uh, the joke, like um, John Hamm was on with um, John Stewart like last night, which tells you when we're recording this podcast. But um, <laughs> uh, so, and they're talking about how like oh the minions are like scientifically like made to be cute to kids, right? It's like which is a joke, but at the same time, it's kind of true. Like these are like if you're going to talk about character like, characters in like the world who are the most like designed to be sympathetic to like children the question is that it's the that, yellow fucking pills yeah like the yellow arms. pills but, but the thing is that they're all male so is it does yeah. market research show that males are more like oh, sympathetic to does, children dylan. no we and this is dylan this goes back to sort of what we talked about with the ratatouille podcast is that from a very early age like even something as silly as this like you are trained to believe that male stories are the stories to hear and that any story that's sort of of proportions that are important is automatically coded as a male story. Yeah. And uh, this is a perfect example of of that happening right here is the fact that every single one of these guys is coded male. Even even if it's not even if they haven't done market research to like determine like what the most sympathetic possible traits are to children, but the fact that they're Which we can't even say it wouldn't even be research because again like what Mel was saying is like we're like trained by society to think this think these things. Like everything's designed on a second on a second level or whatever. Yeah, but like, I mean, Dylan, you could make that argument market research if their demographic is male. The demographic is male, but also, like, this is just what they think. This is just what um, they think is the most, like, cutest thing in the world and, like, what we view. Because we, I feel like the general, like, discourse involving, I used to use discourse. I, while, I just use the word drunk, discourse while drunk. Yeah. A, a um, <laughs> the general. Like, I'm proud of us. Thank you, Britt. The discourse of the minions is that. <laughs> I'm, like, totally following you. <laughs> Good, good, jo- good job! I congratulate you. The discourse involving the minions is that they are like these hugely sympathetic, like cute characters, right? And the fact that um, we think that more than any other character, and the fact that they are like male coded, um, I think says a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I would agree. Well, it's, it, it not even that it says a lot. It's it's not you can't ignore it. I mean, it's it's like it's yeah. like if it's, the if, if the minions part of their character if the minions were female, they wouldn't be this way. No, and they wouldn't be as they popular don't. either. Yeah, because that's like, just the way that's the way it works right now. Yeah, which is just complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One hundred percent. Believe exactly. me, Dylan, I agree with you. Twenty-two <laughs> years, agree. twenty-two agree. years of being super aware that yeah. I am a second-class yeah. citizen in yeah. every aspect of yeah. my life. Why it's no, it's, make it worse because short. Trust me. <laughs> Apparently, being short is also a minority uh, deeming. This podcast definitely needs like super drunk Sam. Like that's like the key. People <laughs> feeling like a child is not fun. It's, it's yeah no seriously I understand, I understand no, and, like and, and, and Dylan again it goes back this is I believe I don't know if it's about before or after the Ratatouille podcast but even something as minimal and as simplistic as this is proof of like kind of what we the, the conclusion we reached on that is that stories in filmmaking and general entertainment media are geared towards guys even if yeah. it's something as simple as three like this like if you take it back to its basic elements three friends go out on a quest Mm -hmm. to find a home for the rest of their family 
but all of them have to be male. Like, automatically in your brains, like, your first reaction is to think that they're all male or the majority of them are male. Yeah. And and that's what we've been taught when 75% of speaking roles in film go to guys. Yeah. Like, I just had this, like, weird... I mean, it's kind of... Like, I was just imagining, like, what if we had a movie about three fluffballs? You would immediately assume they were male fluffballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's, well, the, like, that's the other thing, too, and that's... Like, even if they were pink, like, there's three male fluffballs who are pink. Well, that that goes back even to mm-hmm. towards like even further back than entertainment media. Just the idea that you refer to anything that you don't know the gender no, no, of they, as, as he, yeah. yeah. Like when when talking about work. any human, like when talking about any general yeah. human, it's a he, no matter what the gender yep. is, until you know. So I the patriarchy. Yeah, the patriarchy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, what was I? Gonna- <laughs> The patriarchy, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. Dis- dis- Can I get the that patriarchy, on a fucking t-shirt? Dismantle it, you know, et cetera. Um, I have that on a shirt. What was I, I going oh, to say? I don't remember. We're going to sell overly animated perch. That's going to be the first piece of, of overly animated perch. The patriarchy, et cetera, et cetera. Can, that be on, can we get that on a hat, too? Like, I, like, I, like, really wanted to follow up to Mel, but I don't remember what I was going to say. It was like probably similar to what we said on there. Guys, guys being you. the most important. Well, guys so... being coded as the heroes of everything. Slash what the was characters. I gonna say? A gender <laughs> stories being coded as. Oh, I remember. Thank you, Mel. Okay. Boom. So, I'm on it. Okay. 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 So like another thing we should. Weren't, what do you think they were coded as? Like Brit, white don't guys? make him lose his train of thought. Oh, okay. No, no, that no. Brit, Brit brings up an interesting point where they're like <laughs> coded as white. I think yes. Oh, that too. Yes. I, I don't know if I felt that so much in Spanish. Well, no, their names too. Bob well, Stewart was watching. Bob. <laughs> like they didn't yeah. have those names in Spanish. I don't know what they were, but they uh, no, were not uh, okay. called Kevin, Bob, and Sam. Yeah. Okay. Like, those Robert. names did not come up, so I don't know if they like changed them or they Kevin? just made them like Kevin? purposely those names. Kevin. Kevin. Kevin is the kids. whitest name you can get. So. Um. So Hello. the other the other thing. Oh, wonder, Stewart's pretty white. The other thing I wanted to bring up is that they like played with like um gender in a really inappropriate way a lot of times in this movie. I feel like um like mm-hmm. they had like cross dressing jokes. Yep. The yeah. one cross dressing guy, yes. Yeah. Which is kind of a little bit transphobic. Yeah, it's transphobic, yeah. and they also had um. Let's just like the the minion putting the shells on his like chest, which was like. supposed to be a joke because it's, it's like supposed to be a joke. He's a like, dude putting uh-huh. yeah, 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 yeah. Where yeah. my first yeah. thought when I saw it was like, oh, it's like a minion who identifies as female. Like yeah. how interesting! And I'm like, wait a minute, that's not how it's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, that's not what all. they were going for. <laughs> they yeah. were clearly making a joke yeah, out of by it. The way, I wish I remembered any of this. I know. I I'm sorry, Sam. By the way, if we just lost you like in the past five minutes talking about social progression, check your fucking world. View, because um, if the drunk <laughs> rambling before this didn't lose you, but that wow. did, no, no, no. But ser- seriously though, if we lost you with this, please check your worldview. Okay, anyway, not check your. I like which, I mean, just like. But yeah, no. Back to back to social like guy that. and like that, that sort of thing is that because I was I was very. Everybody has that shit, and everybody doesn't. Check your privilege. I was very. That's not what I, I was. Mean. I was surprised when okay, Seashell guy what I came think up, and it was exciting to be like, oh, maybe he identifies as female, or she identifies as female. I was like, no, wait, they're making a joke about the fact that the minion just. Put on a seashell. Also, it should be noted that like <laughs> I that like I laughed at like the cross dressing jokes. Like that was yeah. one of the funniest parts of the movie to me. So this is getting back to the end of the me and Mel Ratatouille podcast. Like what how to temper your shit. Like what? Like what? Or what, taper? What, like taper? Yeah, exactly. Mel, 
Mel, how are, you so, how are you so cognizant like I am while you're in the state? Anyway. She's Dylan, do you know how many, Dylan, this is what happens when I, when my Mel's unnamed roommates pro. and I get drunk, is these are the conversations we have yeah. about Harry Potter and Game of Thrones and stuff. So I'm on the ball with this shit. I okay. try my best when I'm drunk. Mel's okay, like we need to get drunk together. <laughs> but, okay, uh, well, okay. we're doing it right now. Okay, that's good. <gasps> Um, like the fact that i and probably many of you laughed at like those cross dressing (laughs) jokes i think like the like that brings begs the question like should like is this like a state an indictment of ourselves or is this an indictment of our culture and the fact that we can't separate ourselves from our culture right like i just thought his mustache was funny with the well this is this is the sort of conclusion that dylan and i reached about this similar question Mm -hmm. about a similar social justice topic and how like you react to it is that you can't necessarily control your initial reaction to seeing something like that, but you can control how you view your reaction. How you like so, subsequently. Yeah. yeah. So Dylan, Dylan laughed initially at, and, and others of us too laughed initially at seeing that joke immediately right after we were like, wait a minute, why do we laugh at it? Yeah. Let's talk about it. What is it saying? And that I think is, is okay. Obviously it's not a perfect world. And hopefully in 20, 30, 40 years for other people, that will not be, be the way we, we look at it. But for right now, I Uh, think it's, it's, you shouldn't beat yourself up over something like that and and reacting that way. As long as you look at how you react and think about it and talk about it. Yeah. And Mel and Mel and I are on a really, and Mel and I are on a really similar page here, which is this, like, I think it's a very nurturist perspective, which Mm -hmm. is like, you can't control Mm -hmm. your, um, yeah, Initial. I would, oh, I Mel's, like Mel's to, off the call now. But, yeah, uh, I would like to take that further sure. and to say that laughter and even some points anyway, anger, like that is like very instinctual. Like it happens in a different part of the brain. Like when you curse, happens in a different part of the brain. Yeah, that I can't remember. Brain. I'm really drunk. And then, like, how much of speech. how much of so what I like, said did you feeling. get? So you can't no, really control that. Know. Okay, good. The end of it. We you got. control. Other types of speech. Yeah, so it's like yeah, so it's very instinctual. So so you shouldn't uh, get mad at someone for laughing. You should get mad at someone for how they react once they laugh. Yeah, I think we're all on the same page. They actually shock and like don't cover their mouth. This is a really serious podcast. Yes, yes, it is. That's a good reaction versus like they can just continue laughing. Yeah, so like from my from from my perspective, which I think Britain mel like agree with this is like a very nurture versus nature perspective i'm very much on the nurture side it's 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 very much like you are your genetics and you are yeah we're societally trained to view things certain ways and like if you laugh at like something like in a like that's socially wrong it's traditional cons box stuff too and philosophy that's just that's just the way that's just the way it is and then just you should be able to control how you subsequently react to it and how um and how, like, like what you do with it is important, not how you react. In the what you years. do with like, it is Like, what the... you see before the age of five is, like, extremely important to, like, your physiologically and how your brain will develop as an adult. And, like, you can undo some of it. Well, like, and that's my point here, then. Like, okay, like, so, your physical reaction so is going to be different. If the age before five is sort of, like, one of the major, and Dylan, I guess you know some of it about this stuff, too. Yeah, like, like, I guess you, most of your stuff is in, like, linguistics and language. Yeah. But, like, so if a major developmental period happens before the age of five, and you've got a movie like Minions, which is clearly geared towards kids who aren't going to take in much plot, who are there for kind of the funny stuff, like, age six and under, definitely a bunch of those kids going to see the Minions, and they're seeing all of them as male and they're seeing sort of these jokes about cross-gending and trans or cross-dressing and transphobic jokes and that sort of thing like that's not what's good that that is really what's sucky and that's what you need to sort of 
sort of attack on. And that's, you know, people get super duper like offended when you bring up these image, like these things towards kids. They're like, Oh, don't talk about like things like same sex marriage in front of kids and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, these are the things that need to be talked about because this is how you, this is how you alter your worldview. You make your heroes female. You take out the transphobic mm -hmm. jokes and that's because if you don't like accept people who are different from you or like try to like change things, you just have to wait for like, the people who are against you to die and that takes forever. Well, that's what we're doing right now, Brit. Yeah. (laughs) Brit, But, like, I mean, (laughs) we can't, like, like, you can't, as much as, like, well, granted, that's what we're kind of doing right now, but, like, what I'm saying is that, like, you can't, you can try, you can try as you, like, as much as you can to separate yourself from your culture and the society you grew up in, but, like, again, like, we have all been trained to laugh at these jokes. And so that's what, we, I mean, that's what we have to yeah, do. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. I, I assume yeah. you heard the first yeah. part of what I said about this. I think, I think, I Brit, I think Brit, Mel, and I are all arguing from a very nurturist um, perspective, saying that this movie, if it is transphobic, it's extremely destructive towards. Yes. Um, I like to see. I agree too. Like, yeah, I don't think it's purposely nope. trying to. I do wish that. you could see the amount. No, I think they're realizing what it's doing is wrong. No, they're similar victims to this as sort of we are laughing. However, yeah. the difference is is they don't look at what they're doing and saying, "Well, maybe this isn't great." Whereas we look at that thing that we laughed at and say, "Well, maybe it wasn't." So great and obviously, we're about. picking out like very specific parts of this movie. And like, I'm not saying that the uh, Pierre Coffin or Kyle Balda, I have the Wikipedia article up, are like like inherently bad to the world. But well, like, it's part of the problem is these jokes are so frequent and they're in everything that we just do them and we laugh without thinking because like they're in everything. It's just we're like it's, criticizing if, society more than we are the individual like people. If you're gonna if you're gonna code your three non human characters as male and you're gonna have cross dressing jokes, like it's gonna be so- socially destructive towards children consuming them at a point yes. in which nurture in which nurture happens like around the age of five. And, or and you're and you're suggesting that nature is nurture at that point too. You're suggesting those ideas are nurture. Yeah, well, but what you're suggesting is that those ideas of male centricism and sort of jokes about uh, any sort of queer um ideology or character is nature like that's what you're suggesting to these kids no, at, at such a young age you're suggesting that that's the way the world works and this is the way you, i'm i'm suggesting a completely blanks no late, she's talking uh, about well, like what the what the creators are suggesting yeah no that, not not to not say us. what they're actively suggesting but what it does to to a kid's mind i'm, I'm saying i'm saying that i come from a perspective where it's like a blank slate when you're born no nature Exactly, and that's that, my point. And that, and that these movies really affect kids when watching. No, and them. that's my point. Yeah. Is that this is nurture suggesting that it's nature. If you understand what I'm saying, yeah. like we yeah. are a blank yeah. slate. I mean, there's plenty of of psychological studies that I mean, suggest I th- that, I think, that I think there's none saying, of that, and there's, there's philosophical nurture. studies that that suggest that as well. What I'm saying is, when kids see things this young, no matter what they are. Because it's that young, they see something and assume that's nature. That's the way it's supposed to be. Okay, they take that in, and then that goes through their lives. And then we get to the point where we're 20 years old and yeah. laughing at transphobic I, I, jokes. Yeah. I think you're misusing nature, but um, that's well, I didn't, no, she's not. It's, like, no, 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 she's, I think of nature as just simply instinctual, but like how we react socially. Well, Mel, what Mel just said is a very nurturous perspective. Um, it's a nurturous yeah, perspective. Free- no, it 100 is. I believe 100 yeah. percent nurture. But what I'm yeah. saying is, is that these kids when when they're five years old 
like maybe so let me, like let me change the wording then let me change the wording dylan and see develops, if, if, like if it's, it's better nurture so it when you are internalized what i'm saying oh is it gets internalized yeah we're having, yeah guys, so internalizing is better like term. so it's not even that it's, it's nature That's creates nurture or vice versa it's that it gets internalized so instead of saying nature yeah don't say don't say creates nature right just say yeah. well no and it's not it even does i'm saying it creates nature i'm saying it the perception dylan it's the perception that this is nature and that's the problem and that's and this is also i an argument against people who have sort of naturist perspectives is that yeah. they they look at society they look at entertainment media and the things they're consuming and perceive that this is nature and that's what's a problem is that in in general a lot of people who take the nature perspective don't even understand like what that means. and here's like, an example of things that, that... when you're born like you can feel continue to develop well, here's, your entire here's life, a, a thing that I often that I often complain about that that's kind of in that vein is that so you've got like fantasy worlds like Lord of the Rings or, or Avatar: The Last Airbender, where women are still sort of in a position of second class citizenship because they're like, okay, well, even though it's a fantasy world and it's completely different than ours, yeah. it's obvious that women must still be considered inferior because that's what's historically been the case, and that's suggesting a universal ideal that no matter what the culture is, women at some point were inferior to men and that's what i'm talking about here is that they're suggesting certain aspects of the things that they're making fun of that aren't great is an inherent part of culture it's whether it's something you have to overcome or not they're suggesting that at one point in time that was the norm and what we need to do is not suggest that create worlds yep. where characters like women and queer characters are are the norm and heroes and then you get past the point where you have to we had a whole discussion to, on this in another podcast yeah. Yeah, where you have to to do these sort of like overcoming and and coming out stories, and even here where we have to have this discussion about the fact that these fucking little yellow alien things are coded as male, and why the hell is that? So that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, with that sort okay. of maybe the wording wasn't wasn't super no, no, great no, no, with no, no, nature no, no, versus no, no, nurture. No, 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 no. But. Guys, guys, I'm so proud of us. That Don't nerve this conversation, Mel, yeah. even though we're joking. Mel, 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 you're so smart. Mel, okay, Mel, I no, 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 no. I, Mel, I agree with you. And I just I I don't think that's necessarily like up for debate. Like I think I agree with There's you. So yeah. Much yeah, I agree with you. Too. This is the I'm third time in one week I've gotten Dylan to agree with me. Okay, no. Uh, one like last thing I want to say is, regardless of what's like true or not, um, like what's scientifically true, and for linguistics, which is an area of I have some amount of expertise on more than the rest of us, mm-hmm. more than the rest of us, is that there's a lot of legitimacy for the n- naturist perspective in linguistics, the innate perspective, right? Um, a lot of our language learning capabilities are we're born with. Um, but that being said, I don't think that's super relevant when debating philosophical issues. Like, I think it's more important to take a nurturous perspective philosophically because... Um, you can always choose whatever you do, but, well, like, what you okay. do got reaction is, like, but, the but, nature. But because, know? like, because for, if you take a nurturous perspective, you don't you don't make excuses. Like, I feel like taking, yeah. like, an innate yeah. perspective, you're like, this is just the way we are. This, we're yeah. making, like, I feel like that's an excuse. Well, it's like a cop-out. You're saying, oh, it's, it's a cop-out. DNA. We, so it's the therefore- equivalent of shrugging and being like, oh, well, like that's the, that's essentially what it is. The fact of the matter is, if you believe we're if you believe we're beyond saving in regards to social issues, you're wrong. Like, we're, yes. we're, this is especially by saying with. right there by by saying social issues. That's a construct made by it's by a con- yeah it, human it, people. It is inherently so the the term socialist is inherently a construct, and it's inherently something that we're raised with, right? So um, this is completely off topic. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Sam posting question marks. Yeah, I don't chat. know what's happening. <laughs> I was, I, I was gonna, I was gonna let it go. 
I wasn't gonna comment. My big, my big philosophical argument with anything like this is like, shut the fuck up, like with regards to what's. I love true. when Dylan says "fuck." It shut makes the, me so happy. Shut the fuck up with regards to what's true or not. What's relevant is that you not make fucking excuses for your own behavior, which you think, which yeah. is in in within your control. That's what I'm Nature saying. Nature should no. never be an excuse. I just wish I wasn't so bad enough that I could. Appreciate Speak it. for my community. Sam, just just nod and just smile and I, feel yeah. like, I don't know. I agree with Mel because Mel's no, Dylan, so- I agree, and I and I, I, yeah. that was one of the big debates and sort of not even like people who know the nurture versus nature debate, but people being like, oh, like it's how like it's it's part of who we are. It's been the history You're of blah blah blah. Like no no no. Like there are things like you said structurally in the brain. Linguistics is a thing you can't necessarily change because there are structures in the brain for that. There's no structure in the brain that makes you a homophobe or a transphobe. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's yeah. your no. choice. The truth, the yeah. truth, the truth of the matter Definitely. is, we're really born with a lot of stuff. But you ig- ignore that. You need stuff. to ignore that in order to be a better person. That's what I'm arguing. Mm-hmm. You need to yeah. fucking ignore that and fucking oh focus on what Dylan. you can change. That's what I'm saying. Dylan needs to say fuck. And one thing then. you can easily change is not make the fucking little yellow aliens yes. all male, <laughs> or like make them make have them a fucking trans. Like, no, this is something I get extremely angry about because, and as the majority of the people on this podcast are, I am a female, and my entire life I have been shoved. I, I've had shoved in my face male characters and male stories, and even something as amazing as Harry Potter is still a story about a yep. dude. And J.K. Rowling, I love her; she's great. Yep. She did amazing things on Twitter the other day. Us, but... The other day, talking um, to that person about. Um, Unfortunately, it was about suicide, but it was great tweets. She's an awesome person. But at the end of the day, her portrayal of Hermione was very damaging in a lot of ways. Who was Hermione was an amazing character, but she was shoved to the side in favor of of Harry and even fucking Ron, the doofus, at a few points. And I'm not going with this. No, but I'm not afraid to call her. I know where where Mel's going. I'm not afraid to call her out on that. Like, just because you're a female, that doesn't mean you automatically are, are, are good at portraying women. But this is my point: is that my entire life, even something as important as that is is it still a male story at the end it's harry versus Voldemort. it's two guys versus each other it's what we said about ratatouille where it's a guy telling a guy that he can cook what's your point ultimately my point here dylan is that it's very this was easy this was an easy fix with something like minions these were things that didn't need to be jet they they didn't need to be male they didn't need to be gendered at all and it could have automatically automatically it's it's difficult to 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 identify with them like even if a little girl wanted to go as like a minion for halloween okay but it's still it's like oh you're going as a boy costume and that's something i dealt with as a kid like i always wanted to be the dude costumes because they were fucking cool like i was a ninja one year i was like a fucking i was was pan because i was like those are the fun characters like so, you right, want so, to yeah. you want to be and so, so like, you're not allowed to be them when you're a woman or or you're some sort of minority demographic or you're a queer person because mm-hmm. those those aren't the stories that get told so like and un- if they like, are they're yeah. told by people who are in majorities so like you understand and i would like to point why... out that even if you choose the most point is that you understand why um jk rowling makes her um <laughs> has like a very male centric perspective but like well i don't necessarily but like it, it but like I'm it's her, but like it happens. It, but like it's her yeah it, it happens she did it on purpose to be mean you know what i mean yeah, like there's a difference between those two i understand like people just don't care and it's not with malice don't. that mm-hmm. jay girling writes a very male centric perspective but it's it's her responsibility to understand 
that this is a thing that's happening, right? Like, yes, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And it's not something she's ever talked about either. I mean, she's talked no. about betrayals and problems in betrayals with the characters before. She's The thing she's talked most about is her issues with how she portrayed the romance between Ron and Hermione, not the issues with portraying Hermione's character on her own. It's like, it's and like, that is a yeah. bit of a problem. It's like, yes, we innately see things from this male perspective, but also you are capable of seeing outside it and use your responsibility to see outside it. And especially some in her position i mean then that's something yeah. i do in my own like in my own writing is that i strive oh, towards every single every single sort of short story and um uh, novel idea i've workshopped in four years of college have all been about females because that's how that's how i see the world and that's the stories i want to tell and that's the kind of things you need to i think get out there not just women but like anyone who who doesn't feel represented I mean, obviously, yeah. women is a big one because that's kind of a cross-cultural thing that women don't get don't get representation. Yeah. But even people who are minority ethnic demographics or minority sexual orientation or or gender identity demographics don't get represented, and it's Our body the easiest thing to do, I think, to to just sort of take something for kids or something that's easily a gender and mold it and look at it and say this this is a way to to sort of shape things and shape well, look at inside media. out those stop are the emotions are gendered or stop messaging Sam <laughs> yeah, they emo- gendered the emotions like how are emotions yeah. gendered like think about that well that's the, that's <laughs> the problem is that the world exists in binaries and it shouldn't I'm yeah. such a bad I, I did want to throw in real quick just about J.K. Rowling that I think some of the problems Sorry, with, with Hermione is that also J.K. Rowling mm-hmm. identifies very like Hermione is J.K. Rowling like she identifies very strongly with that character and like she's talked about a lot about how like that is yeah. her and that kind of thing so that's, 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 a, that's a side note like that's something related to that and how like i think that's that's a whole separate issue because like, that's, that's and that's my thing too because i'm like with. okay jk rowling you identify this character why wasn't she the hero yeah, is, like why that's also, did that's you... also kind of the sad part when you think about it like that's that's yeah, like, like an even deeper like sad could have easily been the hero that would have been such yeah. a more interesting story and the fact that se hilton and jk rowling are two people who had to hide their gender yeah. that's why yeah. if you google yeah. it you will find out that jk rowling has that name because she was hiding her gender yeah. when she first because they didn't think harry potter because boys they didn't think boys it. would would read a book by a female by a author. S.E. Hilton, who wrote The Outsider, sixteen year old girl in a high school, she hid so her gender. Her. Hid her gender when she sent her manuscripts to publishers because she knew if she, they knew she was a woman, it would not get published. And that's as early as like the sixties. Like that shit should not be happening. And, and J.K. Uh, JK Rowling, J.K. Rowling is is the nineties. That shit should not be happening. And no, scene. No. Okay, there you go. We're done. With is that, that discussion. it? <laughs> I just think Mel and Delaney and Britt and Dylan are so smart. And we, were, we were thoroughly off I topic there, so and so I think Mel was drunk ranting at the end on a general. I'm not topic. drunk ranting. I'm actually fairly sober. I just, Dylan, uh, I've been off topic for like the past hour. Yeah, but we were, we were, we were, we were at a point we where bringing I was, it back though. We're we so were at good. a point where I was comfortable with, and then we got done uh, completely off topic again. Yeah. Well, so, no, we were off topic, oh. but the point is, is that I get this very is... worked up about issues like that. Yes, and you're I, so great, Mel. Mel, I, Mel, so I th- Mel, I think this is a great follow up to our Ratatouille discussion. Actually, like, we like, should put that in the tw- in the tag. I'm not going to listen to that, but like, Technically, all, Ratatouille that's... Part Two. Yeah, okay, minions, so... but drunk. So no, seriously though, this builds on themes that Mel and I established in the discussion. I haven't listened to the Ratatouille one. Well, it's not out like them, so you can't. You couldn't. No one has listened to it. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Up. Um, any clothes? <laughs> um, any uh, Jesus? Who was your favorite minion? <laughs> no, you asked this already. <laughs> so um, ask a better question. Okay, who is the better ruler, Bob or Scarlet? <laughs> 
Bob. Immediately. Also, no, I, I, I don't even remember. Even comment about Bob being king. Yeah. Like that. King that Bob. Entire, the entire scene with just all of like the Bob shit. That happened. Like, that is our world. Like right now, that is our world. Right with all the minion shit everywhere. You yeah, know, no, they, you, can get, you can get build a bear minions. Oh my like, god! There was way less you can give them souls and build no, a bear with the I heart was, ceremony. I want to get one, but I don't want to do something. Do you else. have to do the heart ceremony though? That's a vi- yeah. You have to do it. I don't want to. They didn't make me do it. What are you talking about? Build a bear. Yeah, did you talk about <laughs> what the fuck are you talking? <laughs> Dylan, build a bear. I tried to make a legitimate comment. And then uh, okay, go, Delaney, go. I was just like, let your. Mass like the mass like consumerism of minions right now like it's everywhere and that's what that's what happened with Bobby. Dude, became. this one thing I'm afraid of with like children's television is that more and more it's just becoming like a giant commercial for their Capitalism. merchandising to sell. And Bernie I don't like Sanders that. gonna fix that. I just don't like that. It makes me really unhappy. I don't, know what the, I don't know what anyone just said, but I'm an Children's ass. movies are art. <laughs> just try to sell your merchandise, <coughs> Pixar. Yeah, well, no, Pixar. No, uh, I don't agree. Pixar has been doing a lot of. Have you seen Cars 2 or any of their last couple of films? In the next? Okay, I think that's more Disney than Pixar. That's a bigger are discussion. Okay, no, no, no. That's a legitimate point, Britt. Like, why are they're they keep. Sequels. Why do they keep making Cars movies, that's right? The topic why do they keep making sequels to their new fun. movies other than Inside Out in the next, like, five years? With a new movie they're coming out with a new concept. Look, Drunk Britt, you bring up a great point. Drunk Brit. <laughs> I feel like drunk <laughs> exclamation point Brit. Drunk Brit, you bring up a great point, and we're gonna. This is a future topic of discussion, but this is not a Pixar podcast. So, so okay. we'll hold off. Because Pixar doesn't do make this it. shit. We'll talk okay. about why Pixar feels the need to have. Well, Pixar can make shit. Every Pixar one of their movies. Be no, they can't. There, but, you just um, are a Pixar cars. stupid person. But a, a counterpoint is why do sequels inherently have less value than original? Well, right? well some dumb. of them don't, though, Dylan. I can make some arguments about a few mo- sequels yes. that are actually some better sequels than the original. Really think Cars 2 was a good movie. Okay, well, I, I really no, 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 no. think that Incredibles 2 will be... Oh, no, right, I did think Cars 2 Did you really think Monsters University was good as Monsters 1? Cars 2 was a good movie. Did you really think... Because it's not a it's like we're college. We will discuss later on our non get out get out get out while we can. We will discuss I want to be a part of this. We will discuss later on Melanie's Pixar's recaps. We will discuss this when we get into Okay. I wanna be I feel so Okay, just just end it now. Just end it now. No goodbyes. Just cut it cut it cut the Any closing thoughts on me? Pull the plug. I don't remember any of the movie. I like the Queen's buck teeth. They made me happy. <laughs> like, I literally don't. How would you rate minions out of ten? No god. Four. four. I hear four. Would you raise or lower that number? <laughs> I would keep that about the same. I would okay. keep the number two because I didn't watch it in English. Uh, no, I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> say I'll say I'll say a question three. Mark out I'll of say ten. a three. Oh well, I'm the <laughs> high. I got Me and Miller going high here. Yeah. The textures four. in the walls were really great. I was in really con- proud of that. talked about the curtains for a solid five minutes. In conclusion, none of us liked minions. I think legitimate <laughs> points to be had at the end of this podcast. A, a, a question I still don't have answered is: Is a children's movie like a legitimate genre? Right. That's yes. yes. That's yes. my. That's my. Children question. are, and it's like a subset cool. of the animation. Should genre. this movie? Because I kind of ranted about critics like calling this like a good kids movie without being kids. Like, I feel the same way about Inside Out. Children are the future, and they should be treated. I, as I don't. I, they should be treated as adults. Is that what your point is? Yes. No. So but then they should be no treating as not being stupid, right? So like I knew at the age of five that you like, couldn't just have. But then there's the whole argument that kids should be allowed to be, be to 
should be kids. Like kids. Child, should be kids. you should be treated as your opinions are valid. This is a whole different debate. I don't. I'm not. I stopped listening. What are you? What are you talking about? I don't know. I love you. a whole different debate that we can't get into right now. Do you think kids don't know what happens? Kids know when something doesn't happen in your movie, and I'm just watching like crap for like two and a half hours. Yeah. I've been your main host, Dylan. <laughs> that has been <laughs> Melanie Moyer, Sam Quattro, Delaney Stilvon. So, that is Brittany Falcon. Turkey, and, um, turkey watch. And, um, <laughs> you can find all the information on this podcast <laughs> on overlyanimated.com. If you liked, if you... Sam came up with a sage name. Just okay, so you if you know. got to the end of this podcast... <laughs> You get a thumbs up and a star. You should, I am so proud of you. You should send I me an ask on Tumblr, dylanova.tumblr.com. Send me an ask saying... Um, Hashtag. What should what should the ask say? What's the code word? I don't know. Hashtag is level ten drunk. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what did we Wait, talk about? Think for a minute. Mark. It should just be hashtag Sam. Turkey, no, Turkey Dylan, Falcon. It should Turkey be a code hashtag like two eight one six. Dylan, okay. Vulture. Or, I'm sorry. Turkey no, Vulture. hashtag Turkey Vulture. No, no, no. Hashtag send me. No, Britt's right. Send me the. Send me an ask saying two eight one six. Two eight one six. The problem is I'm not going to remember that. But, but hashtag. <laughs> Like, what are all these numbers? Yeah, I know. Okay, so send me that, and then um, the only one remembers if this. you enjoyed this, you can support us at patreon.com slash overly animated. I actually think this might be our most popular series if we keep doing no, this. No, it won't be, because I'm... I need to be drunker. No, 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 no. We, we have learned today that we should not be on a Sam level of drunk. <laughs> But that we should be beyond a Mel level of drunk. Is my can we sure be on my level I was very drunk, drunk watching. I calmed down a little bit. Is my straight man role still important? Yes. Like, no, 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 no. We will always have a designated plot um, person, okay? No. And it will always be the lady because she's think. underage. Yes. Yeah, that's me. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. Winter's uh, here. This might be our longest podcast, by the way. Oh, my God. Okay, anyway. Um, any last thoughts on the minions? I, I don't remember well. any of them. Have a good night. Please stay up with me. You're wonderful people. I'm still listening. We'll see you next time. I hope you find $20 on your street and you get whatever you thought. What the hell? I don't know what Britt just said, but. um, (laughs) Britt, you're so great. We'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye. Thank you for listening. Bye. Have fun.